Hey everybody, I need you to know this is not an investment advice podcast, okay? The host goal is simply to unravel some of the mystery of what the stock market is and how it works, but not how to invest in it, all right? Now that being said, enjoy the show. Well, as my mother used to say, invest like no one's watching. To the paper jam. Yeah, let's do the paper jam. To the paper jam. Nothing's real, the money's fake. To the paper jam. I said do the paper jam. To the paper jam, oh baby, to the paper jam. Welcome to the Paper Jam Podcast, the only podcast on the internet with two gassy fools like me and my good friend Kenny. We're telling you all the things to do and maybe the things you shouldn't do in the stock market with the Robin Hood and the Weeble and all that stuff, all the stuff that is maybe good and all the stuff that's not. As I step into the light, (laughs) my eyes are open wide. My cousin used to play that song <laughs> all the time uh, growing up, and I just loved it. It's, I remember it's the live version of Steppin' Up. I can't believe that we would lie in our graves. It's a Dave Matthews song. <laughs> I can't believe. Oh, is it the one that goes, bam, bam, bam. No, that's I was also like, uh, the whole time I was doing that intro, I was like, uh, I was very distracted. I was like, this is probably going to be a nightmare that we're doing it on Zoom. In that, uh, originally uh, you were playing the guitar, and I was like, just just keep doing that, and we'll just do that as the intro. And then I started <laughs> to sing over. And I was like, I thought this is not going to match up at all. Hey, Mike, do you know what Dave Matthews' favorite video game is? Red Dead Redemption Two. Well, that's probably true in real life, but in this joke, it's Crash Bandicoot. Oh, <laughs> well, thank God, thank God for the joke that that's his that's his favorite game. I'm just glad we got it I, in the show. Are, are you big? Are you a big? Well, well, first of all, everybody, hello and welcome to the Paper Jam podcast. The, hello, uh, hello. <laughs> Hi. We've been doing this two week consistently. We've like lost the rhythm of what's happening. Hi, welcome to the Paper Jam Podcast, the only podcast where jams are papered and papers are jam. What are we doing, Mike? Well, it's the Paper Jam Podcast where every week we use a paper trading platform to randomly move our fake money from one stock to the next one. That's right. And even though the money is fake, you know the emotions are still very real. And of course, I'm here. My name is Mike Morrissey, and this is my co-host. What's your name? My name's Kenny Gray, and the way the show works is that about, like, I don't know, a hundred years ago, we took some fake money <laughs> on a paper trading platform, and every week we randomly move it from one stock to the next. Uh, I will tell you what stock we moved it to uh, this week, um, but I'll tell you, Mike, my name's Kenny Gray, and uh, yeah. it, it's Sunday night here in Somerville, Massachusetts. It's Sunday evening in Los Angeles. Uh, mm. I just came uh, hot off the heels of Somerville Night Live. Yeah, baby. Um, I I ordered I ordered five guys for takeout for uh, dinner because I threw up my first dinner four oh. hours ago. <laughs> was it a was it a uh, an Eminem a Marshall Mathers a, a, an Eight Mile situation where before the show or I guess after the show you were so nervous that you threw up. 
yeah, I had to rap battle. Um, this guy showed up to my house. The DoorDash delivery guy showed up to my oh, house. Oh, shit. And he said, you don't have to tip me if you rap battle. And I threw up. Um, Damn. No. Instantly. I, 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 we went to, I went, uh, my brother was visiting me um, before he leaves uh, to go back to school. Um, and we were getting, we just stopped in this random place in Arlington. And I got um, like a curry dish. And I ate it. Mm. I was like, ooh, this is making my tummy uh. feel weird. And then I got back on the bike with my brother. We were cycling down the bike path. Uh. And I was like, hey, um, I'm going to speed ahead because I'm pretty sure I have to throw up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, That so, curry in your stomach, just like a laundromat, just like <laughs> just rolling over as you're pedaling. Yeah. Um, so I, uh, I, I came home and I blew chunks. I sat down, I watched some episodes of friends and then I ordered five guys. <laughs> Nothing like after a spin cycle of, of, of tikka masala and, and curry or whatever it is that was in your stomach, you just lay down and you watch Chandler say those jokes and it just, it just hits right. Mike, how are you? I'm good. Uh, we we just um we just kind of jumped into the show and again we we did the different intro this time um but I I specifically said that I saw you and I wanted to catch up and hear about how SNL Somerville Night Live went uh, and I was like I'm going to I want to ask about it but I want to ask about the show because I I wanted to check in because I'm very interested, I thought the crowd would be interested as well that you do this show that you've done quite a few times at the Rockwell Theater as it's called SNL, it's called Somerville Night Live, where, what was it, you and a certain group of people had started with nothing for one week and then just wrote and worked all week and then put up a show no matter what, SNL rules, it just happens because it's showtime, correct? Yeah, so we do SNL's format. It started because two things. One, I, you know, it was a little bit like I was, I first started doing it, mm, I don't know, three or four years ago. We've done shows one occasionally, uh, I think three years ago. And I was like, oh, it'd be fun to do Saturday Night Live schedule. I was like, but I'm not on Saturday Night Live. And I was like, I bet we so could. So I can't. I was like, I bet we could. I, I, at that point, had like just rented a space to put my studio equipment in. I was like, this is big enough for me to like stick a stage in here. So anyways, Monday night pitch, Tuesday night write, Wednesday night Taylor read, Thursday, Friday rehearsal, Saturday dress rehearsal, Saturday night show, 90 minutes. Um, this time was a little bit different around because I don't know if you ever had this. I want to talk to you about this. I don't know if you have yeah, this experience, which is that I don't really like if I'm going on vacation, I don't really process that I'm going on vacation until I arrive in the destination. Yes. And then all of a sudden this crashing wave of like things I probably should have thought about and like realities, <sighs> like it happened to I me. I don't have a toothbrush. I don't have, a, oh, I only brought one pair of underwear. I, there's no store around here. Or even just sort of like, I, I you know, I don't, I'm not even getting excited. Like, it's like, all right, I guess I'm just like, I'm still Kenny from Boston on the plane to, you know, California. And then all of a sudden, Mm-hmm. It's that moment I step out of the terminal into the weather that all of a sudden I get crashed into the reality. Um, yeah. That happened. So COVID had happened. And then I went to New York for six weeks. And that was a that was a big like shake, you know, reset. I'm sorry if I'm just blabbing on here, but I'm, I'm, li- I'm here. I'm listening. Big reset. But then this felt like drinking out of a goddamn fire hose because we haven't done live theater <laughs> in a in year. In general. Not, in- not only have you not done live, I still haven't done any live comedy. And not only have you not done any live comedy in maybe two years, you're doing the hardest, yeah, most ridiculous. 
But do you think that that was, so with the SNL format is like that, there's no pre-written sketches allowed. There's no ideas of like, oh, I always want to, I have an old video I can put up. It all is brand new. Do you think that that was maybe one of the best ways to get back into live comedy is just like, you know, you, you just have those three days of writing and, and doing shit. I'm just like, it, it doesn't matter if it's good, if it could be better. It's just like, it has to be done by Saturday. Yeah, definitely. It no felt excuses. like um, I kept I kept describing it as it felt like we pulled an old lawnmower out of the shed and kept and just were like, let's get this thing, you know, vroom, vroom, just like pulling on the ripcord. But it also, I mean, um, uh, every time I've done it, there's a moment of doom on Thursday night, which is when we first start running through the sketches, we print out the scripts and everyone's just kind of like looking at the scripts and like fumbling around and being like, uh, and like everyone like doesn't know their lines yet. So they're like kind of like essentially reading and walking around and you can't yeah. tell if it's going to be funny yet because now like, and every Thursday night I've, I've been like, okay, God, I don't know if the show's going to be good, but this time <laughs> I had, I had the biggest, like and all of this COVID stuff was like, we were like one of the first shows coming back in Boston and like, holy shit. I was like, this might <laughs> really actually suck. And it would be the biggest like bummer. It's like, oh shit, we forgot how to do it. Like, yeah. Uh, but that fear, like what that does is it activates like a, like a survival instinct to be like, all right, then how do we make it good? Yeah. And it wasn't bad. It's just, it's this panic moment I always get of like, cause on Thursday night, the show is completely non-existent and it oh, seems yeah. impossible to get to anything on Saturday, but we got it done. And, uh, you know what? The audience at first was timid. Like it was like, Oh yeah, weird, I'm sure. it was a kind of a strange, like there were laughs and laughs, but the show ended up running. It was supposed to be 90 minutes with the performers. Cause they're empowered. Unlike regular Saturday night live, which this isn't not totally true. They probably allow some of it, but I allow for like, if it's something's working, keep having fun, let the drive. Yeah. The yeah. Yeah. And the show ran like an hour and 50 minutes. It was long, but yeah, like, I thought you said it. I thought you were saying an hour and 50 minutes over. I was like, Jesus Christ. No, but like after the first couple of sketches, like it, like the engine roared back to life and then we were just off to the fucking races and um, dude, hell yeah. It's weird though, because like for me, it's, it's a very surreal experience. Um, and even in my time in New York, I was just, my, I walked away. I was like, that was really great. And this is how my brain works. I was like, all right, how do I make it better and bigger? Yeah, 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 yeah. Of <laughs> so, course. No, it, uh, what's so funny about that too is like from my time uh, of doing the show and, and like that, it's it's been so fun if you've done that show so many times now that it it does, I'm assuming, just get better and better. But even just when I'm thinking about when I was on the cast that one time, of not even, and that was pre-COVID, of just like, there's that time you're talking about, you do the read on Thursday or of, of like, okay, so you're, now you're just picking and then like, this sketch didn't exist a day ago and now you have to do it live on stage <laughs> tomorrow. And it's not like SNL where there's cue cards. It's just like, I, that was a big thing I remember is like talking to one or two of the cast members that they were just like, I don't know how the fuck I'm going to memorize all these goddamn lines in like one day. Uh, People but I'm get glad it done though. It's wild. It's just one of those things that like, yeah, exactly. The day before, and I feel like I, when we would do like and plays and musicals and, and even like TV, like screen stuff that I've done, you're, there's always like, you're like, oh, I'll get my lines memorized. I always do. And then there's a date, like you're going to bed before you have to shoot or like go somewhere, do your show the next day. And you're like, I, if I don't know these lines, like what the, f especially like live theater, it's like, what the fuck is going to happen if I just don't know a ton of them? 
It's fun stuff. I there was a moment I'll tell you backstage where I was in. So what I've done systematically is is like for myself because I'm also in the show. um, I'm not going to produce it if I'm not in it. Of course, uh, of course. It's fun, to, but I've like made, I've like streamlined myself so that I only have to be in like one or like I think I was in three things. I suppose everyone else was kind of in like seven things, not as lead roles, yeah. but everyone's sort of like involved in a lot of sketches. So you I spread can the like, love, spread the love. Yeah. Words. So, but there was a moment where I, the sketch that I had that like everyone, I kind of give everyone in the show like every cast member like their sketch a moment. Um, yeah, yeah. And. Yeah. There was the sketch that was coming up that was like, all right, this is the one that I'm the main character in. And I just looked at the script and I had a moment of like, I think I know these lines. I'm not confident <laughs> I know them, but I know yeah. I'm about to go on stage and just see what happens. But that's the beauty of I, I'm, a, I'm literally about to say that's the beauty of improv. But like that, like that's the first the thing that got me into theater in general <clears throat> and performing is I saw a production of A Christmas Carol and I was I saw it for Where? Like a field trip or something uh, at the Court Street Theater in Nashua. Oh, really? Was Scott? Yeah. In what? It? Uh, yes, he was. Wow. Full circle. Scott Severin's a, a, a guy who just played what's his name in A Christmas Carol every yeah, year. Yeah, he's in Fever Pitch. And he's in Fever Pitch. He's the guy, the old guy. He's the the, the guy in Fever Pitch. <laughs> Good stuff. But I saw this production and it was like. Something happened. I was on a field trip or something, and the show was pretty good. And then this guy was uh, the Ghost of Christmas Present. It was like a Santa Claus, and he had this like scepter with like an ornament on top. <laughs> and he was like, "Let's go back in time" or whatever. And he slammed it, and the ornament like exploded. And everyone was like, "Oh my god!" And like the guy who was playing Santa Claus <laughs> was like, he was like, "Whoa!" <laughs> and he was like, they don't. And he like looked at the audience, and was like, "They don't make these things like they used to." And it was like. So, like he said something like that and that was where I was just like whoa like I was watching this thing that I've seen a million at Christmas Carol everyone's fucking seen it goes to Christmas present past future and then whenever that happened and I knew I was worried all of us in the audience were like whoa what the fuck that was like r- kind of dangerous and really crazy and then when I just saw him like make a joke and then like you got to do something. That's where I like got, uh, I was electrified of just like, Oh my God, you can do that. Like that. And it's, it's like you said, like if you don't know the fucking lines, like what's the show going to get canceled halfway through the production, because <laughs> you don't remember your lines of this. You, you'll do something. And it's, that's shit's just so fucking fascinating to me. I, it, it's, it's still never lost on me. Well, I, I'll, I'll tell you this for, I don't know if the listeners are interested, but, the way that I've been able to systematically help people is um, through my charity. No, through um, <laughs> through my charity work. <laughs> uh, no, but I, we outline. So essentially, as like I serve the function as like head writer for the show, and like what I'll do is I take every yeah. sketch, and if it's not clear, I streamline it so the clutch is the sketch, the sketch, the clutch, clutch, the clutch. She's I'm clutching my- her pearls. Um, <laughs> the sketch has clear beats so that like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that Just everyone get from here to here, right? Like, like there was a sketch about a grocery store robot that had like kind of, it was like, it was essentially like they test the robot three times and then they leave. But there was sort of this miscellaneous dialogue that happened at times. And I was like, it's all got to go. Cause like, yeah, yeah, yeah. we're not going to remember to tell these jokes. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but so anyways, that's that. And that goes back to your, in the last episode, you talked about what it is being a head writer. It's like, 
your job to be like to wrangle everybody in and be like, look, the, the jokes are good, but like it's it's just not going to work if we don't do this. So let's just someone has to be supervising and do that. So right. and last thing, last thing I'll say, because I do want we got to move on and I'm, I'm asking a lot of questions, but I saw one or two of the the there's video sketches. So it's like SNL, they do the digital shorts. And I saw one or two of them that you guys did in the show and they were really good. Oh, thanks, man. So yeah. where, where can where can folks find those? Yeah, if you just search Mess and Finesse on YouTube, M-E-S-S-A-N-D-F-I-N-E-S-S-E, -S -S -E, um, you find us on social media and stuff. Um, that was really special. We had sort of um, a blessing and a curse about, you know, all the pandemic stuff is that, you know, we... Uh, where Mess and Finesse is small enough because I say it's small enough because it's literally just me in a basement. <laughs> um, but when I was said I was going to do the show, a lot of people kind of came out and were like, hey, I'd like to help because yeah. so much theater has collapsed. And so I was like, I'm doing a show. And it kind of was like, you know, a beacon in the darkness in some senses of like to kind of rally a whole bunch of people who like making things. So, um, yeah, this guy, um, Ryan Doris, who I met through. Um, this guy, Colin Wentworth, who, uh, is also a fantastic comedian. Um, and this guy showed up and he's like, he had just like, you know, Los Angeles. He was, he, I think he was in Los Angeles for a while, but he just had all the gear and he shot it and he disappeared. And then he delivered that video sketch. that looks like high grade. And like, um, yeah, it's just, it's nice to meet, you know, people and do stuff. It's just, yeah, it's, it's, it's really a testament to the, the community of like, there was a moment backstage where me and my friend, he was just like, isn't it amazing that like, you know, we're all do like people are coming together to do this for the love of it. Fuck yeah. Like there's so much stuff that in the show that like people could have just been like, that's not my job. I don't want to do it. Like there's a moment Thursday night where like I, I before every time I break down, I just go, guys, I just need to let you know, like from now on, like. I was in charge, like, now, just, like, we, every all hands-on fucking deck, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. With, with this sketch needs a robot costume, and I'll tell you, I'm not building it. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have time. I don't know, goddamn time. <laughs> well, Ken, what you could have done is you could have... You know this Amazon.com, you can order a bunch of stuff, and you could have ordered it, and if you have a credit card, you know, you could put that kind of stuff on your credit card. Do you think, though, that it would have been wise for me to... Because right now, I have a USAA credit card, but... I'm thinking the math, the oh, the credit card for me <laughs> might be Mastercard. <laughs> Holy, <laughs> Holy shit! That's right. We moved our money from Peloton to Mastercard. Yeah, mama. Yeah, well, that's not was not quite the segue I was thinking about, Kenny. But yes, we invested all of our money into Mastercard this week, and what a week it was. So I'm excited because. This, it was my fault this week, and I've been kind of tinkering around and looking at MasterCard, and I kind of thought we were going to have a similar experience to when we invested in, in Bank of America. Yeah, it's just you know, an just absolute like blast. Investing in money. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. but it's like, You oh, might need some napkins because I'm dripping with sarcasm. <laughs> He is absolutely sopping curry through his, I, I gotta, through his pores. That, I got to do a live on-air apology. Uh, last time we were invested in Peloton, Mike was like, hey, by the way, can you put the money in MasterCard? I was like, yeah, absolutely. And then I just, a moment before we went to record, a week later, I was like, I didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Luckily, I did it. I did I, I think I did it. I I know I did. I did. It, it's in. It's been in. I double checked. I double checked. Okay. 
Um, that's the beauty of a, of a team partnership, though, Ken. That's what I love about doing the pod with you as a partner. Yeah, you, I fail. You then grow to resent uh, me. The podcast explodes. Of course, of course. And, you know, you have no integrity and you don't care about the well, There's an episode where we talked about how you don't care I'm about the I'm busy integrity. throwing but, uh, up Thai food. I have. I, oh, my partner, Kenny, he's a really smart guy. That was in that goddamn Thai food. <laughs> Uh, well, we invested our money into MasterCard this week, and it, it's it was it's been a pretty fun uh, like ride looking into it's it's a little different than investing in a bank, which is like this fund and money and this and this and this. Like MasterCard and credit is is pretty fucking fascinating. But I'm already bored. Uh, no, Ken, this is a good one. Well, and we invested all of our money into MasterCard, and I was kind of watching what. <laughs> Stand up! You're laying down. I'm He's not pulling laying a pillow down. out. Don't lie. Uh, no, it's but not a pillow. It's a snuggie that I rolled up. <laughs> you're 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 you've wrapped yourself in a blanket burrito, and your head is just sticking out. Mike, let's you're, not do the podcast. Let's just talk about all the taquitos we ate at my parents' house. Oh my god, so many. Why? Well, why well, do? Why? Well, I, I would love. We should. I'm just hard derailing this. <laughs> you, Tell you me about Mastercard. You kind of don't want to talk about Mastercard. <laughs> well, it has been fun investing in it, but like that, it's 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 been a wild ride, and um, like that, it's a top 100 company. And but I had a few quick questions about credit cards in the first place. Sure. Because credit cards fascinate me. They they really do. I think it's one of the craziest things. I mean, talk about getting bent over a barrel by like Bank of America and shit like yeah. that. Like credit cards are just made to fuck people over and keep poor people poor. That that's just a thing, um, but they're just a fascinating part of life. So I'm curious, when did you get your first ever credit card? Do you have a credit card now? I'm assuming I do, I do have a credit card. Yeah, um, my grandfather, my grandfathers were in the military in World War II, so I have USAA. Oh shit! Um, that's a nice card. Yeah, it's so my parents. Oh, I can't remember the way it worked. Is because my parents had USAA. USAA. Yeah, so I was able to get it because my parents had it. I don't totally know, like, if if I have children, if they'll be able to get it. I don't know how many how many generations away you have to be from military (laughs) service to get it. I do love that you are truly concerned about that. I need to make sure my children get this USAA credit card. What's the big deal with it? It's that um, I think it has perks and stuff. I don't really know because I, to be honest, I don't use. I'm not too interested in my credit card i just set a bunch of stuff to i set it basically to be my auto pay for a bunch of stuff and then i auto pay my bill to it every month so so are you in the are you in the credit score game for it of just like let's put money on it and instantly pay it off so i develop strong credit or is this just a habit thing you do i i have never paid interest on my credit card i am i uh so I'm in that camp where I pay it off every month. Uh, there, I think there were some times when I was moving where that wasn't true. But anyways, no. So a credit card, uh, my parents, my, uh, my mother was in uh, a really bad credit card debt in her 20s. So my mm-hmm. parents were really like, don't like, like probably a, a, a too much growing up were like, hey, don't fuck with credit. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So they kind of scared me off of it. Um, 
But yeah, no, I have my USA credit card. I've applied for other ones um, because I don't get any benefits. That I think that's the only thing that's a kind of a bummer. Really? Is that I don't I not that I know of. I haven't really investigated it. I probably should. Um, God damn it! This should have been your week. You should have done Mastercard. Although no, I'm, but like, but like, it's if I get rewards, it's not anything interesting. Like, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I've been trying to get the Chase Sapphire card. And they oh, were, I mean, I, I have one. I, I can maybe refer damn you. damn it! I, I applied and got you. denied. <laughs> Why are you getting denied for credit cards? I don't know. Probably I because love- I probably because I pay my credit card bill every month. That like, is true. No, You're not ever accruing interest. It is such a fucking hole, though. Like that is. Uh, it's, uh, I'm not the first one to say this, but that is the fucking stupidest thing. It's like, right? It's like. Oh, I uh, like I have incredible credit. I've never had a credit card in my life. And it's like, no, 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 no. That means you have terrible credit. That means you've never <laughs> if you've never if you've never like had a credit card or, or developed any kind of debt and successfully paid it off. Your credit sucks because the credit card companies or the loan companies don't know that you're actually a credible person to, to take out a loan and pay it off. I did have one instance where my credit score went down and that has to do with when you and I signed up for gold's gym. Ah! Like, <laughs> gold's gym. It was like 2011 or something. Yeah. That, that debacle. I thought I canceled it. Oh. and then I didn't. And then I got a phone call being like, Hey, you've owed us money for like six months. I was like, Oh, <laughs> Yeah, and Gold's Gym was an interesting one of like, I've had, that was actually my first, I believe that was my first real gym membership. I used to work out like at the gym at school a little bit. And then you, me, and Caleb Wells, friend of the pod, all one summer there was a Gold's Gym nearby and we were like, should we just get like a shitty $10 Planet Fitness membership or this? And for some reason, I think your mom had gone to Gold's Gym or something. You were like, we got to go to Gold's Gym. And it actually wasn't that bad. But I do remember we all got fucked by <laughs> we all got fucked by Gold's Gym of the membership fees and the fucking reoccurring shit, and then you didn't pay for six months. They were crazy. They had like that contract had all kinds of things of like you like the most stipulations I've ever seen for why you couldn't cancel. Like yeah, yeah. They were like if you told them you were moving, they'd be like prove it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Mail us a letter from your new house. It can't be typed. It has to be written. Like I've tried to, I've canceled many a gym membership and that's always a fucking thing. It's like, you have to mail us. I'm like, can I just email you? They're like, no, mail us a letter. And I'm like, we're coming in person. I'm like, I don't live there anymore. Ugh, that, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Luckily, the only time I was just thinking about the last time I canceled gym membership and I was able to do it easily because it was during COVID. Um, so they were yeah. like, we can't really, <laughs> we can't enforce this. Um, I still have a frozen gym membership due to COVID, but anyway, sorry. What were you saying? Oh, I was going to say, just to bring it back to MasterCard, uh, I am in a fortunate enough position where I haven't had to rely on credit heavily, um, to pay mm-hmm. bills. And that's, and that's exactly what you're saying about keeping people down is that credit yeah. offers this very alluring way to get money quick, but then you owe it. Yeah. And then you get into a system where you borrowed the money. So then all of a sudden you owe money. And once you owe money, you might owe money forever. And I've luckily never gotten, um, deep in that cycle. Uh, so yeah, but I will say my other thing with MasterCard is that I did apply to a job to MasterCard in college. Oh, I remember you saying co-op that. and uh, I got denied. So, um, yeah, 
It yeah. was for product development, and I don't know what they develop. I was like, I was like, in my mind, I was like, I'm gonna be designing credit cards. <laughs> How about one with the Boston Red Sox socks on it or something? I don't know. I mean, that would be a pretty cool job designing the. I mean, someone's got to do it. But it, it's no, it was like designing financial instruments, like yeah, like a well, tuba that spits money. Yeah. <laughs> Well, well, that was that kind of led into my next question, which was like, do you believe in credit card points? But you don't. Do I believe in them? I think they're cool. Um, every time anyone has used them, I'm incredibly jealous. Yeah. Uh, my girlfriend, when we traveled, had all these points for airlines, and that yeah, that was like two, three years ago. She like got like a whole leg of her flight for free, and I was like, what am I doing? I am a, yeah. an idiot. Like no, giving, that's you know. That's pretty much the situation I'm in as well of like, I'm pretty, my parents, when I was very, when I was young, they were like, okay, not young. When I first went to college, they were like, okay. When you were a baby. When I was a baby, they said, okay, you got (laughs) to get a MasterCard International. Uh, No, when I was like in college, they were like, okay, here's what you have to do. Get a thousand dollar credit card. And anytime that you like, uh, like have to spend, like just do something like l- small. Like anytime that you have to spend money, like if you were going on a bus to see Kenny or something, just put it on the credit card, leave it on there and then pay off your statement balance every time. And then you'll get good credit like yes. that. And then the, the other, cause they were both accountants and they were like, yeah, I've, I've seen so many people getting <laughs> fucked out of this. Like you got to do it. You get a card and you got to do it right. And then the other thing they said was like, whatever you do, never, ever, ever pay the minimum balance on your credit card or the minimum. It's like, Hey, you know, you owe a thousand dollars. You could pay like $17, but then like, that's how you get like super deep into interest and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but then, so I, started you know and then i went like to new york and la now and it's like i travel more and it's like if you can use the credit card points the right way it's like you get two percent on back on whatever you buy of like anytime you go to a restaurant or a bar or anything like that sometimes i would say and then i would say probably for every like four one-way trips that i do to new england the mm-hmm. fourth one is always free because of my credit card points oh wow so you know i'm playing that game like a mug i'm that- real big into it yeah, you, you, I, I've known you to be that. Yeah, and so what credit card do you have? You have Chase Sapphire. I have the Chase Sapphire preferred, not the reserve. There's like a top tier one that's uh, it's like three hundred dollars annual fee at the beginning of the year, but they give you like two hundred and fifty dollars worth of airline credits, and you get like four or five percent back on everything. It's 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 a good deal. But I and I called them and I was like, hey, I want to upgrade to the most expensive card because if you do it and you like spend a certain amount of money in the first three months, they give you like fifty thousand points, and they won't let me do it. They're like, we'll do it, but we're not going to give you the promotion. And I was like, all right, well, what if I wanted to cancel my credit card? They were like, okay. And I was like, fuck, you called my bluff. I'll just sit here with the goddamn Damn it. Wow. They're, yeah, they're, they're fucking animals. But, uh, well, that is my, and my last question I was going to ask, but you've told me, you just said no. Has your credit card ever gotten out of control? Because that has um, happened to me once. There was one time, uh, my credit card hasn't gotten out of control. But there was a very, there was one month where I was in grad school and I had not realized, I had just completely not, 
I had, I'd gone to New York. You know what it was? It might have been when I came to visit you in New York and stayed at that Airbnb for like two yeah. weeks. And oh, that, yeah, I remember that. We wrote some good was, sketches that weekend. Yeah, that was yeah, that was a great time. Um, but that was a situation where I was like, what I'll do is I'll put it on my credit card. That way I'll pay it off when I go. And that way I'll have the money uh, in my checking account to spend while I'm in New York. And that next month, all of a sudden, <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, I, I, shit. Woke, I, w- I went to go use my debit card one morning. It was like, uh, it says you have insufficient funds. I was like, oh, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> but no, I've never I've never gotten uh, I've never had that. So I'm like, what's your experience with it? One time when I was in grad school, uh, I was one time I was in school and uh, in New I was York working in New York uh, and I was working at a job. And for some reason, uh, something had happened and my credit card had spiraled out of Woo. control. Like I was at a place where I was I was not paying the statement balance and my interest was like going up and I was like, I'm paying this. I'm paying what I can every month, but like it just keeps getting bigger and it's not stopping. And it, it wasn't anything crazy. It was like, it was like under like, it was between like two, two and $3,000. And I was just like, I had some money in my bank, but I was like, this thing is not stopping. It's spiraling out of control. Right. But I was paying for this grad program. I was in out of pocket at the time. Uh, it wasn't that expensive, but I was, so I was paying for that and I was working at the same time. So for some reason I got the biggest tax return I've ever gotten in my life. It wow. was like $2,000 or something, which was, it, it maybe even more. And I, but I remember I got it and I was like, yes, I can't believe this. And I was like, oh fuck. But and it paid off exactly what my credit card was. So I was just fucking left with nothing. And then after that yeah. point, I was like, never again. I will not like let this fucking happen to me again. I mean, that's that's the problem with it, right? Is that it's not even it's it's not necessarily the it's not it's not like the amount. It's not like, oh, if you're in two thousand or ten thousand, it just has to do with like if you just constantly owe even anything, it just eats into like it's just a gnawing. Yeah. Dude, it's it's unstoppable. Well and you know, this, these credit card companies, they're, they're smart fellows and ladies. They know what they're doing. So oh, I want to give yeah. you, I want to give you a little insight on, on to who MasterCard is and, and what it is that they do. So MasterCard Incorporated, or also known by their ticker as MA. <gasps> Massachusetts. That, it's the same as Massachusetts. Think about it, right? Uh, MasterCard Incorporated operates as a technology company, similar to Domino's. <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, the the firm engages in the payment industry that connects consumers, financial institutions, merchants, governments, and business. Uh, it offers payment solutions for development and implementation of credit, debit, prepaid, commercial, and payment options. The company was founded in 1966, and it's headquartered in Purchase, New York. Uh, the listed name for MA is Mastercard Incorporated. They were founded in 1966, and they got M.A.? Wow. Yeah, I don't know who the fuck was not taking... That's prime ticker real estate. Mayonnaise Incorporated didn't have it? They probably had it, but then they had that big incident with the, right. um, with the egg shortage, and they went down. Yeah, uh, do you sense. forget that mayonnaise is eggs? Yes, all the time. I <laughs> you keep, do. Uh, whenever, someone says, whenever someone says they have a dairy allergy, I always assume they can't have mayonnaise. Yeah, me too. Because it's white, I assume it's dairy. Um, because those are my rules. 
Goes um, up my rules. But no, I forget that it's just eggs and oil. Yeah, it is. It's eggs and oil. And it always, I do also get confused. I think of eggs and dairy. Uh, I, I think of eggs and dairy as the same thing, too. In my head of like the pyramid of the food, I imagine <laughs> a slice of white bread, a little cup of milk and eggs. And I'm like, that's all the same thing. I don't think dairy is bread, guys. But do you know what? Uh, anyway. Do you know? Do you know what Pharaoh is buried in the food pyramid? <laughs> no. What? King Pizza Tut. Oh, my God. We'll be right back. <laughs> And we're back. We had a little break. Sometimes, you guys, at home, we say we take a break, and then we come back, and we say something silly that happened, but we actually just kind of went right back into it. This time, we did take a break. Kenny needed to get a glass of water. I had to get an Oreo. I got an Oreo. It was pretty good. I thought about dipping it in peanut butter, but I was like, that would just make it too hard to talk. But while we were gone, Kenny said his mom sent him an article, (laughs) and that's all I know. Uh, No, my mom just unprompted just sent me, and I... I'm now realizing, uh, I think it may have something to do with me doing some Real Night Live, but no, no context, no nothing, just an article from GQ that just says, Jason Sudeikis (laughs) is having one hell of a year. (laughs) I mean, hey, he is, I guess, but like, I I don't know if this is to do with Ted Lasso or if it's it's simply like SNL, right? Not even that. Does Jason Sudeikis, right? Uh, I mean, it, it, to Gretchen's point, he's having one fucking hell of a year. He is. Man gets divorced. And then Are he, you, he goes on to see Ted Lasso. Goes on to see. Goes on to make Ted Lasso. Come on. To be Ted Lasso. To are you be a Ted Lasso? Are you Ted Lasso? Seen the first season. Haven't seen the second season. Show feels like a bag of kettle corn. Love it. But sometimes, <laughs> it, can be a, sometimes it can be a little bit much. Yeah, I get it. I get it, Ken. I, I, I get it. Uh, I just do love that. What the hell are you drinking over there? Uh, I'll tell you. I try to get crafty. I went upstairs. <laughs> you went up. too much. You said, Kenny said, can we take a real break? I need to go get a glass of water. And he came down with what at first I thought was the glass of water with a slice of lemon on top. And then I watched him take a sip and it is like pure yellow. Did you make a fucking hand squeeze lemonade up there? Did I, I, I did. And I, I flew too close to the sun. I... <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I don't really know how to make lemonade, but we had lemons in the fridge, and I was like, I bet I could crack the formula. So I squeezed. Oh I just cut God. two lemons in half. Cut two lemons in half. Squeezed them. Took two like spoonfuls of sugar. Stuck them in a glass. <laughs> shook it up. Poured water in. Took one sip. Was like, oh. So I I put it into another glass, added more water, drank some of that. It's still pretty good, but I'll tell you, I think I got too much goddamn lemon in this. Yeah, you dig it. (laughs) This is more like a lemon sour. I'm having a hard time drinking this. You took a sip and it looked like you shoved like a black warhead in your, you're like in under your tongue and like, stop drinking it. It's disgusting. When you hold it up to the light, the sugar, it's all, it's all, all the sugar, not all the sugar. It's I put disgusting. It is, is, that, is at the bottom because you're supposed to make sugar you're doesn't dissolve into cold it. water. Well, I know you stir it, but sugar doesn't dissolve into cold water. You're supposed to make like a simple syrup. But I didn't have time to do that. It looks like a goddamn truck. It's a truck full of sand on the bottom. <laughs> I feel and the like lemon is just floating on top and you, you clearly hate it. Look, I'm going to be like the alien from Men in Black. And at the end, I'll have my sugar water. Sugar, water. sugar water. Isn't that Johnny Knoxville? 
Oh, is it? You're right. Am- I think it is. Is it really? Googling, Googling things, things in, in real time. time. Googling, Googling things. Uh, the, the audience is like, yes, it was. Uh, oh, that was him. Wow. I didn't know that. He works on the silver screen. You do got to appreciate that all those jackass guys minus, you know, if you've seen that video of Bam Margera, like <laughs> throwing up on the internet, asking for Venmo money. Yeah, he's not good. He needs help. Uh, so we invested <laughs> $10,000 of fake money into Build a Bear Workshop 21 weeks ago. And then this week, we invested in MasterCard. And we are on a bit of an interesting uh, journey here, Ken. We did the unthinkable. Uh, and we, was it Starbucks? We, we broke over the initial investment of over $1,000 and went to $11,000. We, we got to $11,000. Oh. Uh, and we were fucking flying high. Then we went into, uh, was it Starbucks that lost us money? And then it uh, was. And then Peloton lost us even more money. Correct. Yes. Yep. Yes. To the point where I said I reached a, a, high, a high level of uh, a lifestyle of which I do not want to compromise anymore. I want to be an 11,000 plus right. person. We had become, we had become 11,000 people. Yeah. Oh, and I was talking down to people. I was, I, I'd already, I've stopped hanging out with my friends who I hung out with before I was rich. Right. And now, the past two weeks with Peloton and Starbucks, we, we were getting down. I think last time we were like 10,200 something. We were only $200, $200 over the initial investment. We were, pro- we were going to have to go back to our hometown and oh. face if we lost the money, we had to move back in with you know the parents. We'd be like oh, that yeah. show AP Bio. Yes, it would have been like that show AP Bio streaming on Peacock, right? I love AP Bio featuring Glenn Howerton and Patan Oswalt. Glenn, <laughs> I heard you say it, and I was going to mispronounce Glenn Howerton. It's my favorite show, pa- written and produced by Mike O'Brien. By Mike O'Brien. I even say it's kind of part of the Broadway video canon, isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't it? This episode is brought to you by Peacock. I think one of my one of the reviews on this show was love the podcast, the loudest show on the internet. I was like, oh my god. I watch NBC and I'll tell you, I'm not well. <laughs> I'm not well. I watched that. Yeah, I was trying to think of what the funniest three things are to say for that. Anyways, we'll hit that up in the I writer's room. I need help. <laughs> um, <laughs> call my dad, dad, dad. We invested in uh, my ten- car. <laughs> come, come help soon. <laughs> He's outside. Hot cross buns. <laughs> uh, that's pretty good. Um, we invested ten thousand dollars, and then we broke over eleven thousand. We invested in Starbucks and took a took a tumble. We invested in Peloton and took an even bigger tumble. And I said, Ken, if we lose any more fucking money, I'm gonna kill my. I need to just get above the. <laughs> I need to get above the goddamn initial investment. I need to get back into eleven thousand so we can start investing bigger bucks. I'm talking Amazon. I'm talking big stuff so we can get to the thirteen, big fourteen, ones. fifteen. So we invested all of our money into MasterCard last we week. Are you ready did. to find out what happened? I would love to know. All right. Last week, we bought 28 shares of MasterCard at $361 a share. And 
I watched diligently this week as we lost oh. $1,073.88, putting us at $10,089. No longer are we masters of the card. No longer are we masters of the world. We once were so high, now we're fools on the run. Yeah, Master Card, you are not fun. Yes, I'm crying, and I'm drying, but I'm crying in my dreams. I'm singing something. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. This sucks. <laughs> I hate my life. The The song was pretty good, Ken, and I needed something to lift me up because I, I... The last and long we were alone <laughs> The master card it really owned my whole Now we have $89 left Before the initial investment. Oh, we're at 10089 we are still above the initial investment, so so far, so like that. $89, still I'm back on the line, whoa. $89, still I don't feel like I'm fine. $89, $89, $89, feel dead. Oh, $89, I thought dun, we dun, were dun, Christ, sweet Jesus, what have I done? Become a bad of the night, become a good of the night. the run. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Lord, what have I done? <laughs> Those aren't the lyrics. No. I know what I'm singing. It's, it's, uh, <laughs> tonight, everybody gonna be their feet tonight. Uh, it's Detroit Rock City by Kiss. Oh, yeah, Detroit Rock City. No, yeah, I know that song. Well, Do you think this will make it into the show? I wonder if <laughs> stop with the lemonade. Put the goddamn lemonade away. Hey, oh, they, you said the people like the weekend shows. What do you want to meet this guy? What do you think of this guy? Stop. Is he on the show? I it was a maraca. No, it's a Funko Pop. <laughs> you have lost your mind. You're on a goddamn sugar buzz from the lemonade. Funko I want to tell you to bring Funko Pop. <laughs> Oh, that's not a that maraca. That's a Funko Pop. Funko Pop. Funko Pop. I want to tell you to put the lemonade down the garbage disposal, but I'm scared you're going to break the blade because of the, the velocity. The, what's the word? I'm not I'm a velocity. The, the, um, what's the fucking word I'm thinking of? You ever think uh, Woody? Viscosity. <laughs> viscosity? Oh, it's yeah. too viscous. No, that's not what it, It's so thick because of stop. There's a seed in there. I saw that you just almost swallowed a seed. How do what, you feel? Whatever, man. Funko Pop. How do you feel? Hey, do you think Woody ever... We have to bring it back together. No. We have to do this. No. Do you think Woody ever went up to Buzz and said, tell me, Buzz, what is happening? Tell me, Buzz, what Stop. is happening? Stop. You know, that's from my favorite musical, Toy Story Jesus. Superstar. No. <laughs> I'm not even doing the work to make it good. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Superstar. Um, how do you feel 
about the fact that we are so razor close to not only sucking, but to being uh, to have lost money in the stock market. It again. sucks. What do you want me to say? It sucks. It's, I almost want to do it's a wager. demoralizing. Would, would you, wait, you wait, wager? Yeah. I'm <laughs> sorry. There's a, there's a zoom delay. There's a zoom delay. There's a zoom delay. Zoom delay. Zoom delay. <laughs> Zoom delay, zoom delay, zoom delay. <laughs> I need people to know, Kenny posted on his Instagram that he hasn't had a, a sip of alcohol in over 100 days. Like, this is, he's sober. We're sober. I don't know what the hell. I do genuinely think it's the sugar from the lemonade has gotten you high on a point where you are just on a fire and on no, all and no cylinders. No, this is me. The alcohol tamped this down, this baby. This is me. <laughs> This is the kid that got into theater, baby. That's a good point. I'm also just tired I and I threw up earlier. Slow me down. I threw up. <laughs> Everybody knows when you eat too much spicy curry and throw up that you get real wacky and crazy as soon as you're done. Yeah, Normal you know. people don't do that, Ken. What? <laughs> hey, Meg. Oh, hey, Mike. Man. Hey, Mike. Yeah, buddy. Why don't you get on my level? I, I wish, but there's not enough granular sugar cane in my fucking house to make a lemonade, a lemon soup pudding of. Oh, oh, I, just got, oh, I, just I, got. Just, I am so sorry that we're not stopping. It held up to the light, and I literally just saw it was like a dump truck pouring gravel down of the sugar pouring into your mouth. These are full grains. Do you want to play a game or? No, no. Tell me what's the wager. I'm just curious. I don't actually know. Do you think that next week? You don't know? (laughs) Oh, I just put it on here. I was like, do you think we'll dip under the initial investment or stay above the initial investment? Because believe it or not, Ken, I don't know if I want to give spoilers, but we might, there might be a very special episode of the paper jam pod when we record next. Oh, is that so? Because Ken, I, I don't know if I'm going to do this right now on air. I'm going to be in the bean next week. Oh, <laughs> so we may have mia. we may have a, a, an in-person show, possibly. But I wonder if there's any kind of wager that would come to the top of your head. Do you think we'll stay above or below the initial investment? Obviously, we hope we're going to be above. But I think unless we stayed perfectly stagnant, what's the next company? Do we really want to? Uh, do we want to say wanna, it? All right. No, because all right. So never mind. Right, that doesn't matter. No, good point. I do, good point. I do know what it was. I picked them randomly four at a time. No, d- d- never mind. No, no, let's not do that. I think I firmly believe we are going to go down. Really? I'm sorry. I'm being a realist. You. You want to take the up? You want to take the up? I'll take the up. Yeah. Okay. What, 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 what could be a bit a, a nice wager to see if we. Get above or below the initial investment. Whoever's uh, right or whoever is wrong. I'm sorry to put you on the spot. It, it, no. When it's my fault and I'm the showrunner of the show, I probably should have fucking made this up before. You don't need to apologize. I have been hardcore derailing this show for about 45 minutes. <laughs> I don't I, even think this is an investment podcast at all, at all. I see in your eyes this like, I got to keep this thing somehow on track. <laughs> no. I can see it in your eyes. We just have so much to do. <laughs> you know so- why I know that look? Because I've been the person trying to keep things on track <laughs> on the other side before. We're trying to rein it in. Uh, no, Ken, you know, I just love to let you go on this show. That's why I, I, that's why I asked you to do a podcast with me in the first place. I like to give you a platform to just go. Hey, man, I'm one of those guys you just wind up and then you let them go. I, uh, next you know? time I need, I need to 
next time I need you to be on your A game, I'll just make you a fucking sugary fucking lemonade. I'll take you to Chili's. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Drinking a big mug of Shirley Temples. Um, yeah. Uh, so here's what I'll say. Um, if... Or people can hit us on, on Instagram or, or tweet at us at the Paper Jam Pod. People could tell us on Instagram what they want the person to do who loses to do. Yeah, Maybe I'm buying Kenny a Fanta. Maybe I'm... Uh, and the real fans, Kenny, the real fans, they'll hit us on Instagram. If you're really listening to this, write a comment and tell us on, on, on iTunes what you want us to do. Hit us in the DM on, on, on Instagram. Email us in at the Paper Jam Pod. Our real day ones... The Dannys, the Sarahs, the folks out there, they'll hit us up. We'll, yeah. we'll get something. Let's, yeah, do it. Come on. This is your time to shine. Uh, you're now, the keys are now in your hand. Please don't drive mm. the car off the edge mm. of the cliff. Mm. So, Ken, how about a game? Because I have a game that I might want to play with you here. All right. Can my friend play? <laughs> oh, uh, I, <laughs> Funko Pop. Funko Pop. I think now. What? I think I was being too. I was think I was being a bit of a straight man before, and now that I'm kind of up in the energy, you're you're coming down. I know. I I was like, if you're going to be taking this energy, we can't. Uh, I'll I'll bring it back down because I. Don't. Mike, one I, of us has to write the Willy Wonka script tonight at some point. Oh my lord in heaven! <laughs> Put that up there. That was good. Well, Ken, you've heard of the expression left or right, correct? Like, hey, take a left. <laughs> Have you heard that? Exp- I don't even know if it's technically an expression. <laughs> Have I heard the expression <laughs> left or right? Um, yes, I have. I have heard it before. <laughs> well, Ken, because you love do that you, expression. Do I understand the basic concept of left and right? Of, of general I'm direction? I'm not sure that we discuss what MasterCard does at any time. <laughs> we just said it's a technology company and moved on. <laughs> we moved on instantly. We didn't talk about why the stock went up or down. I did research, too, but we did so much on the lemonade. I'm like, we just kind of got to skip past it. <laughs> we got, I'm just going to type MasterCard about their into Google. on capital employment. And <laughs> oh, my God. Russia's Amazon battles Visa and MasterCard <laughs> 11 hours ago. Well, I guess you can Google that yourself. You can Google that yourself, asshole. MasterCard is getting rid of its credit card's magnetic stripes. Your MasterCard is going MasterCard is going under one of the biggest changes in years. <laughs> Those are the top stories. Have you, MasterCard have is you heard so of left news. and right? <laughs> There's so much news Mas- about MasterCard. MasterCard is going through the biggest change in years. UK court set scene for for class action suit against MasterCard. <laughs> Alchemy pay to launch virtual crypto MasterCard. Master- <laughs> <laughs> They're pioneering pioneering cryptocurrency of debt credit cards. They're changing the format of what credit is. Why is OnlyFans banning explicit content? Ask MasterCard. There's been 10 minutes on you accidentally swallowing a lemon seed. 
I know what left and right is. But you've heard of the expression left or right. Well, I made a game called left or wrong. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> which bar, which is a bar, which is a real bar that Mike left his credit card in and which one is fake? <laughs> That's what I thought was more important than talking about how they're associated with this OnlyFans changing of their content, not putting nudity and sexuality on there anymore, which defeats the purpose of the platform. They, uh, an R-O-C-E, a return on capital. Uh, let's, let's, <laughs> we just give up and go to the game. <laughs> So, no, Ken, I looked at the big news. The big news is that MasterCard is removing the magnetic stripes from the cards. That's the giant. So it's news. all just push in now or tap. Have you yeah. tapped the credit card yet? I love tapping, but I don't want to me talk too. about it. No, me neither. But I do it and I like it. Well, Ken, you're, you're 101 <laughs> days sober now. Um, your drinking days are, are at least momentarily not as relevant um, but I, I, I've been put the lemonade away. There's no now liquid I'm at, in there. I'm it's at the sugar, sugar part and it's good. <laughs> I'm the kind of person I do enjoy having a beverage on the weekend, uh, going out to bars, but sometimes less so more recently, but in my past, I'm a bit of a forgetful person. I'm a little all over the place. I've been described as scattered at times. Um, and I, no longer open a tab at the bar. I just always put my credit card down. And unfortunately Smart for the man. bartender, I, I close it out because there was just too many fucking times where I leave it. And especially when I lived in New York, <clears throat> I would be like visiting, you know, friends who live in different boroughs who live like farther away. And I would like right. live in Brooklyn. I was like, oh, fuck, I left my credit card in the Bronx last night. I have to take an hour train to go get there. So that's why I don't do that anymore. But there's a list of, uh, of bars here that are real bars that I have left my credit card in and there are some bars that are fake do you think you can tell the difference i hope so and mike i'll tell you my drinking days may be behind me but um i I'm still leaving I, my credit card <laughs> i that's i i once um there was a time where now, now they make it so that in order to get your cash out of the atm you have to pull your card out did you ever leave your card in an atm <laughs> I was doing an improv show one time at the at the pit in New York, and I was trying to get pumped up. So I had, uh, I think I was honestly even listening to like Fall Out Boy on my headphones, so fucking loud. And I was like, okay, I gotta go into CVS and I gotta get a um, a water and a candy bar or something before I like start warming up and do the show. And the music was so fucking loud, and I put my credit card into the self checkout pay thing mm -hmm. i put it in and i got to the show and then after the show i was like where's my credit card i left my credit card in the like self-pay section oh of my CBS, God. and it was just like bing 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 like wicked you know like if you leave it at the end when it prints your it's like binging really really loud yeah i just walked away from it someone was probably like not only was my credit card left in that machine but it was sirening like an alarm so anyone who walked by would be like oh sick there's a free credit card just shoved in here someone bought a snickers and a fucking fiji water so let's play the game let's play the game baby all right, so this is a game called Left or Wrong. So I want you to tell me, is this a bar that I left or is it wrong? Got it? You got it. Okay. Question number one. The crusty door. The crusty door? Left, left or wrong? Wrong. 
Yes, Kenny, that is correct. I made that up. This it's a very, very fun game. I said wrong, and you said correct. I so. think the game might be a little too easy, so I made the, the way that you say the correct answer very hard. Got it. Pig's Eye Pub. That's got to be a left, Mike. Yes, that is a left. West Hartford, Connecticut. They do a happy hour on Fridays where they give you free chicken tenders, mozzarella sticks, cheese, and crackers. I get Woo! incredibly fucked up there. You've been there when you came to visit and when I was in school. Uh, it's great. I left my credit card there a thousand times. <laughs> Pug Uglies. Ooh, um, that's a left. Ding, ding. That is a left. Uh, Pug Uglies is a bar in Manhattan. It's fun, very trashy, uh, I was at least trash every time I went there. Is that uh, the bar near the bridge? Uh, maybe. I don't know. I know that's mega vague. But there was one time I met you and your then girlfriend at a bar near like uh, Essex Street, like in the Lower oh, East Side. Oh, probably. Near it was around that time I was hanging out there. Yeah, okay. I had a little too much. <laughs> a little too much at Pugugly. 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 Martha's Exchange. Ooh. All right. Now, here's the question. You and I both know that Martha's Exchange is a real place. But is the question, did you leave your card there? Um, I'm going to say yes, because if you were at Martha's Exchange, you were probably with your brothers or... New Hampshire friends, and if that's going on, I feel like it might. It, he has a tendency to leave it there. Bing, left. bing. Correct. Nice. It's a left, Ken. Uh, fun story about that one is I went in the middle of the winter. It was fucking freezing. I had this big brand new jacket I had bought, and everyone got extremely drunk. And then at the end of the night, someone stole my jacket, and I was like, I can't Whoa. find my jacket. And my card is in my is, is like I left my card there, and I also had my didn't have my jacket. I was like, what the hell do I do? And then the lights are on. They're like, hey, you got to go. And I was like, my jacket's here. And they were like, I don't care. So I just grabbed another jacket that was like, there was no one there. Some other kid <sighs> left his jacket. I grabbed it. And I was wearing that jacket for a while. And then the next day, I was like, I guess I'm, first of all, fuck me. That's so fucking rude that I did that. But I did it. Hey, man. The, the next these, day, are, these are the war stories of that time in life. Yeah. And the next day, I went in the pocket and there was a list of, of a pros and cons from this kid of like, should I break up with my girlfriend? Oh my pro, God. It was like, pro, I think I could do better. Pro, like, I hate her family. Pro, like, I don't think wow. she's that good looking. It was so, it was so, like, disgustingly, like, just this guy just seemed like a piece of shit. Like he was like, I should probably break up with her because I think I could do better. And like, I don't like her family and I'm not as attracted to her. And it's like, Khan, it was like, I don't want to be alone. And that was like, what oh, I was like, I showed her, I was like, what the hell is going on here? Fun story. That's, uh, that's why that's a snapshot of the male psychology, huh? I always wonder too, do you think he went to break up with his girlfriend the next day? And he was like, my notes, I, I don't know what to do. <laughs> I'll just stay with her for the rest of my life. And I bet they're married. Um, Daddy's Attic. Wrong. Yes, Ken, that is wrong. I made it up. Phoenix Park. Phoenix Park. Left. Yes, Ken, that is left. That is the first bar 
I, when I, that first credit card that I'd ever gotten, it was a debit card or it was a discover card with a thousand dollar limit. I left it there, uh, in 2015 and I just, it was so far away that I never went to get it. And on my, on my like finance accounts or whatever, it's like, don't forget about this credit card that you have. And it's like the last order you got was $10 at Phoenix park. Where uh, is Phoenix still park? There. It's, I think it's in Manhattan. I think it's in like the upper West. It's like, it's like uh, almost like, I, I don't know where it is, but it, it was fucking far. And I just, I just was like, I'll just never use that credit card again. Clamshell by the shore. Uh, wrong. <laughs> yes, that is wrong. Just so you know, uh, Phoenix Park is permanently closed. It was at 206, 206 East 67th Street. Oh, so it's not that far. I guess I just didn't want to go. Well, it was kind of far. I lived in Brooklyn. That was too far. Hey, man. I don't know. I only spent $10 there. I don't know why. <laughs> it was $10.17. Uh, equal parts. Ooh, uh, that's got to be a left. Yes, Ken, that is a left. It's a karaoke bar in East Los Angeles. Uh, and a fun little Easter egg is... I left my card. This is one from all every city I've ever lived in in a bar that I left my credit card in. But wow. Ken, you're you're a hundred for you're a hundred percent on that quiz. So way to be. I'm very proud of you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. And you guys, you might be asking, Mike and Kenny, should I invest my money in MasterCard? And our answer, as always, is we don't care. As the, the attorney says, you know, you don't take advice for the show. You're an idiot if you listen to what we have to say. But Ken. I needed this one. This was a really fun. I, I love. I, I'm sure the audience hated it. I'm sure everyone listened. If you're still actually listening to this, thanks for sticking around. Uh, but you know, I've had a pretty stressful week, Ken, and, and getting on here with you and watching you drink that lemonade and playing with the Funko Pop. I'm playing a little montage in my head right now. Mike. <clears throat> there we go. I got something for you. Take me away, Ken. Um. No. <laughs> There's a moment you know you're fucked. Why? There's more room to self destruct. Dollars in the Then you did Halo and they did Delilah. No, it was like, oh,
Uh, my bank, my is-, bank <laughs> is clearer now. <laughs> At last, 89 is all that I have above the initial investment. Hey, but if we get... <laughs> if we, God. This is how the show ends. If we get... If we make money next week, we'll be... Back in black! <laughs> <laughs> no, if we lose 89, we'll be back in black. <laughs> no! Boy, this 21 week sure has been a long train running. <laughs> right. <laughs> a thousand round the corner. Peloton went down. <laughs> Starbucks bring me down to Eddie. Now I'm starting to frown. You're talking about, oh. Massacre. Oh, boy. Uh. (laughs) When I get myself a card, I hope it's the master. I don't know what's going on. I don't know. Why are we still recording? What? Yeah. All right, everyone. If you like what you heard, comment, subscribe, five stars. Come on. If you hate what you heard, if you hate what you heard, give us five stars, but you can say in the comments, I love the show, but the last 10 minutes of the guitar was way too much. We like the feedback. I'm loving it. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Paper Jam Podcast. New episodes come out every Thursday. Also, make sure to follow us on social media at the Paper Jam Pod or shoot us an email at thepaperjampod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you like what you hear, check out our Patreon where Mike and I post bonus episodes, videos, and other sweet, sweet content for you to enjoy. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. Audio.